the word Surprise. is let's say it together Kirby. one two three authenticity authentic. yeah authenticity <laughs> for people we should authentic that. authentic yeah that was terrible that's, that's... <laughs> of a Kirby Christmas just like the ones I used to know that's the song we're singing as we sell a, as we kick off episode number 178 of the promo up front podcast I am one of your hosts Bill Petrie with me as always let's call him the field marshal of football picking the one and only mm-hmm. Kirby Hossman Kirby how was your Thanksgiving how are you Ah, man, I'm doing well. Thanksgiving was actually really great. Um, It was, you know, all the things that you hope a holiday is going to be. And then often holidays don't live up to it because you're, you're trying to, you know, somebody picks an argument or whatever. I got none of that. It was all the things that I wanted it to be. So that part was really good. Family, friends, all that. And then, yeah, uh, business is good. We're just trying to rock and roll. So uh, now it's just about how do we finish, right? So I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Good. Thanksgiving was nice. We had my mother-in-law here, which was really nice. Um, great turkey. I, you know, I generally cook the turkey and I can honestly say it's the best smoked turkey I've ever made. I was kind of excited nice. about that. So nice. it was a really nice, relaxing, long weekend. Um, had some time though to think Kirby as, mm. as sometimes I do. And I'm sure you're like me and you're like most people and see how most people just walk through life with their heads down, looking at their phones. Yeah. You've noticed that of course, oh, right? Yeah. For days. There's, there, there's not a lot of positive things about this phenomenon, but I, I do have one truly amazing one. Would you okay. like to try to guess? Yeah, sure. Okay. Give me a guess. Uh, what is the one amazing phenomenon? Uh, fitness tips about no, 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 no. Not that's that's terrible. What a terrible guess. You know, once again, you're wrong. The answer's <laughs> the answer's the answer is very simple. With everyone looking down, Kirby, they are sure to notice the amazing and colorful floor mats from our good pals at Logo Mat. Oh, uh, okay. I see. There's always a positive with a negative. Okay. Uh, like we've that. talked about the rebrand. We've talked about their new mascot, Lenny the Lizard, which I know mm-hmm. you love. Mm-hmm. We talked about the fact they're celebrating 20 years in business in 2024. And even their fresh tan- tagline, stand out where others blend in. And while all that's incredible, I don't want to talk about that today. Sure. Today, I want to talk about their eye-catching mats. They're made in the USA. They're bright, they're bold, they're durable, and they're sure to be the talk of any event in which they're used. And Kirby, I know you feel pretty strongly about this product line. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where we don't always think about it when you're working with new clients too, like people who are just starting a business. They, you know, you think about the business cards, you think about the T-shirts, you think about the drinkware. Right. You don't always think about, hey, what do they see when they first walk through their door? And I think that logo mats are a great opportunity to brand them right from the start. Yeah, totally agree, Kirby. And regarding the products from logo mats, because they are creatively designed and expertly built right here in the United States, they are extremely effective at capturing the attention of your target audience. They have a wide range of outdoor, indoor, point-of-purchase mats that will really help communicate a brand message. And if you want to learn more, and gosh darn it, you should, right. you can head over to LogoMatsLLC.com. 
They're the company you trust and now have the lizard you love. But if you're heading to either ASI Orlando or PPI Expo, which is just about a month away, they you can see them in person at ASI Orlando. Their booth is 921. And at PPAI Expo, their booth is 2333. All right, Kirby. Nice. I have the pleasure of doing the uh, upfront section of our podcast today. Usually we try to keep it promotional products focused. Um, I had resounding response last week from all of our listeners. I got four email messages. Wow. Saying, you got it. Yeah. You got to do industry quick hits again. So oh, okay. that's what we're doing. All right. So, okay. so three industry quick hits, Kirby. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Number one, Rustico closes, shut down, they're mm. gone. Uh, always sad when a business fails or fails to exist. Yeah. Not pointing fingers at anybody, but I wanted to know your thoughts as a distributor. Yeah, I mean, I think that's exactly what you said. It's, it, anytime I see this, I mean, obviously, um, if you do business with a certain supplier or distributor or whatever, then that hits you a little more close to home. But at the end of the right. day, I, you know, those sort of things affect people's lives. And so, yeah, I was bummed out to see it. Yeah, real bummed out to see it. Always had such high-end leather gear. Always when I saw them at a show, I'm like, man, I, I could rock some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, not sure exactly what happened, if it was pandemic-related or other financial decisions. Who, who knows? Right. Nobody's pointing fingers here. It's always just a bummer that uh, a good supplier in Rusco uh, closed. All right, Kirby, number two. Okay. PPAI Promo Palooza is moving from Allegiant Stadium, mm -hmm. which they've done it the last couple of years. At an, I think this was announced yesterday as we're recording, yep. and moving it to a uh, a big big couple of big ballrooms in Mandalay Bay. Your thoughts? My thoughts on that one um, were: um, I thought the article that they wrote was pretty cheeky and fun. Like that was, I thought that was that was good. Um, I thought. I read it a couple times because I was mm -hmm. like, so, okay, it's moving from Allegiant Stadium. Where the hell is it moving to? I'm not sure I ever understood that. And so I'm like, I guess yeah. I'll just figure it out later. Um, yeah. So that's, I have no I issue with them having to move it because things like that happen. Um, sure. I, I thought that the, the article was fun, but I did say, Okay, so where's it going? I literally never, I like until you just said that it's going in those places. I was like, I, I I'm sure I'll figure it out, but I, I looked multiple yeah. times and couldn't figure that out. So, and and that's my understanding. And having planned a couple of events, look, I know things can happen. Totally. Um, and apparently this is because the Super Bowl is going to be in Las Vegas, and apparently they need that time to set things up for the halftime act and all that. So things like that happen. It was written in a cheeky way, which look they're they're put in a terrible position. There's no yes. right way to do this. Yes, what, agreed. Not their fault. What I yeah, what I would respond to in a positive way is different than what other people would respond to. I I, I thought it was almost too cheeky. Just lay it out. Here's the <laughs> why. We understand that the NFL's got a lot more cachet than PPAI. So lay it out. Where's it going to be and when? And they may not know yet. They may be working with and, and the, honestly, on the exact. That's, that's literally fine. when I read the article and then went back and I'm like, I skimmed it the second time. I'm like, I don't know where it's at. And then I, I went away from the article going they maybe they just don't know yet. Yeah. But as a, as a person who literally was like, well, I was looking to buy tickets for that. I was going to take Jade. I was like, right. I, I'm not going to buy tickets because I don't know what it is yet. So that, so yeah, that's a, they're in a tough spot, but yeah, I was like, no question. so what's happening? No I don't know. 
All right, third quick hit, Curry. Kate Plummer is moving mm, to yeah. uh, HPG. Yeah. Wanted to get your read on that. Yeah, I thought that was big news. Um, you know, she's obviously been with Claremont and uh, the family, you know, business that her mother and father started, and she's been well known for that. But I, you know, I think it's a big move for HPG because I think she has really developed some cachet in the industry as uh, a respected leader through Promo Kitchen, through all that stuff. So yeah, I think it's a big move. Yeah, uh, HPG certainly is talent building, aren't they? They're yeah. really grabbing up a lot of great talent. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's amazing to watch. Alex Sims just went there recently, mm -hmm. and he's right. running yep. a couple of the uh, the brands and IK Plumber. So, interesting times as we always cover the silly season in the promotional products industry. Only here at the Promo Upfront Podcast, we tell you the news they don't want you to know. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> Hey, Kirby, I've got two words for you. Okay. And I want you to tell me the supplier that immediately comes to mind. Warm and cozy. Uh, it's got to be Kanata, right? Oh, man. You screwed up the first one, but you <laughs> nailed this one. You're a quality 50%. That's awesome. You know, and today I want to share a blanket that is warm and cozy like your favorite cable knit sweater. It's the Cable Knit Lamb's Wool Throw from Kanata. This 50-inch by 60-inch blanket comes in three neutral colors. That's cream, gray, and mocha. I always like saying mocha. Yeah, I can Cream, see gray, and mocha. And features a beautiful cable knit pattern on one side and soft faux lamb's wool lining on the other. So, And then when you decorate it with a layer of patch, I mean, it only elevates the blanket to heights nobody could ever even imagine. So... Uh, it's also on special until December 15th. That's two weeks from the day this podcast drops. So it's head over to KanataPromo.com before this deal goes away. Right. All right, Kirby, do you have a topic for us, sir? I do. And luckily, I'm, I uh, studied a little bit before this uh, podcast began because my Trello board, where I ho hold all my podcast topics, is not loading. So um, so here's my topic um, that I wanted to kind of touch base with you. We. I alluded to this in the very opening soliloquy. It's like, okay, we, as this drops, it's December 1st. And I think right. at the beginning of every month, it's a good time to like relook at your goals. What are you going to accomplish? December is always, a, at least for us, I think for there are folks in our industry who kill it in December. We've historically not been very busy in December right. because we've tried to get people to order their stuff early. Um, right. So while we will have those last minute gifts and we're going to be pushing for those just like everybody, probably um, I want to be as proactive and as um, intentional as I can about mm -hmm. December. And so, you know, I know you work with folks in the industry, both on the supplier and the distributor side. And I have some thoughts about what we're going to be doing this month so that it isn't a, a wasted month, but I'm curious to know when you're, chatting with distributors, for example, since that's yeah. what I am, what are you advising people to be doing right now? And I, I, I totally know I'm, I'm just throwing this at you, but I, I know you can, you can manage it. Yeah. Oh, I'll manage it. Um, <laughs> I wrote a blog kind of about this on Monday. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this meme going around of we've officially entered the let's circle back, you know, after the holidays right. thing. And I've seen it enough. And honestly, it, it just really cheesed me off because right. I'm like, okay, uh, maybe as an entrepreneur, I think differently. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't just blow off December and expect yeah. January to be rainbows and lollipops. Right. And so I wrote a blog called It's Time to Break the Circle that, hey, this is a great time to really kind of put everything to bed for 2024. I'm sorry, 2023, but also prepare for 2024. Pushing decisions off until January 
that's a terrible way to run your business yeah. or, you know, if you're allow if you're a salesperson your, run. Yeah. yeah Good. No, allow your clients to run their business that way too, because ultimately yeah. that's what we're doing. Yeah. So what I've been advising people to do is really focus really hard on closing up, getting decisions. Yes yeah. or no. Yes. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes or no. Let's close things up by December 20th. At that point, now we're in circle back after the holiday. Right. Moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes right? sense. But to to say, you know, to say on, on November 27th, circling back, man, I, I'm sorry, we haven't even December yet. So yeah. I'm advising people to look, look at your pipeline. Number one, where can you get a yes? Where can you get a no? Because yeah. this will help you two things. One, it helps you set reality for what 2024 will be. Yeah. And you might end up going into 2024, moving and grooving as yeah. opposed to starting the year and wondering now, what do I do? That's mainly what I've been advising my clients, you know, so get the yeses or nos and every no set. An, so put something else in your pipeline. So you have a yes, or you're going towards a yes, keep going. You get a no, then that's fine. Thank you mm -hmm. very much. Appreciate the time. Take, so take that piece out of your funnel and then take another piece and put it in your funnel and reach out to them. Hey, what are you doing in 2024? How can we help? That's what yeah. I've been advising people to do. Yeah, I think that's that's great. I uh, we we just had a meeting with our team, and uh, it's, I think it's one of the reasons it's fresh on my mind because I'm like, okay, you know, yes, we need those last minute orders; those will come, and we need to chase some of those, sure. you know, just for revenue, sure. and that's great. Um, but one of my big, and, and it obviously depends on your role. So one of my things is, okay, I need to set budgets for 2024. We're working on a marketing plan that's a little bit more formalized than we've had in the past. Uh, really want to get aggressive on social media and content for 2024 for right. us. But from the sales perspective, I'm like, one of the things that I'm doing is reaching out to top the top 20% and saying, okay, I just want a meeting in December face-to-face -face where we talk about how do we do in 2023? Uh, let's talk about building your budget, your appreciation budget, your you know marketing budget, mm -hmm. what events, you know, like doing that thing that we say, and I was actually talking to the team about mm -hmm. it and said, you know, we talk about, being a real partner for our clients. This is what a partner would do. Like, I'm not here for you to order something today. I'm here for you to, to help you plan out 2024. And, uh, you know, it's been the response so far. I've emailed clients and the response has been, I don't know, 60, 80% yes. And so I've got that's meetings great. on the calendar that I, I wouldn't have otherwise had. And so, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I love that. And I used to, I, I always refer to those type of meetings, what you're talking about stewardship meetings. You're mm. not there to sell anything. What you're there is to steward them to make sure that they remain your client. Yeah. And those yeah, are very important meetings, especially when you go in and you're, you're, you don't necessarily say it. Sometimes you can, depending on the client, but I'm not here to sell you anything. That's oh. it. I'm, I just want to put that out there right now. Yeah. This is, I'm yeah. not selling you anything. And, but I want to accomplish a couple of things. I think that always lets people off uh, the hook a little bit and, and creates a better meeting. I love what you guys are doing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Cool. All right, Kirby. We are getting close to 2024. I think it's time we talk about some business trend predictions uh, next week. So today, however, I'd like to talk about I'd like to talk about the Miriam Webster Word of the Year. Now, I got a message from our good Ooh. pal Javier Melendez at I know what uh, Walker it is. Clay. I, I do too. Yeah, the word surprised. is. Let's say it together, Kirby. One, two, three. Authentic. Authenticity. Yeah. Authenticity <laughs> for people. We should authentic. Authentic. Yeah, that was terrible. That's, that's <laughs> awful. 
but that this is why we do an authentic podcast we're not going to cut that out <laughs> oh that's um, good but it open. is <laughs> yeah it it is authentic or authenticity i have thoughts on this yeah. i'd like to get yours before i yeah mine. so it's so. funny you say it because i met with a client yesterday and i brought it up and i think that um, I said, it's really weird for me to know what the, the Webster word of the year is, is authentic. And I yeah. think that w- two things in my mind, number one, it's the word of the year because it's the most searched for word of the year. And it means that, uh, you know, it's been overused. Like, of course, that's, that's the big piece of it. That being said, I still think there's value in it. And so like, I, I, as I'm literally coaching a client yesterday, because they were like, well, I don't want to say this. And I don't want to say that because I might alienate people. I'm like, right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> like, you if do. That's exactly who you are. I actually still think while, you know, those, those terms like synergy and, you know, all those things, they become overused. This is one that I still think has a ton of value because when it's used appropriately, when you are truly authentic, I do think you do a better job of representing your brand. So, Agreed. When you live it, it works. Um, when I saw this, I thought, well, no shit, um, <laughs> obviously. Um, but you know what's interesting? The more we preach about being authentic or having authenticity, the less I think we're seeing it nowadays. Mm. You know, if I look across what I see on social media, I think it's been amped up to this, my life is so kick-ass, you can't mm. even imagine it. Yeah. Um, especially, and, and I'm not going to name names, but I notice, especially from people who claim authenticity. Yeah, uh, it's funny. very interesting what I'm seeing. It's I, it's a, I, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm authentic, but here's my complete kick-ass life, which is not real. Right. Um, so I think there's a weird balance or imbalance, I should say, that's happening right now um, in, with that. So I think with this word, you know, it words have meaning, but you have to foster that meaning in reality. And, and I'm not seeing a lot as much of it as I'd say a year ago. I'd say a year ago, I felt people were being more authentic overall, more authentic, sharing more of their real lives, struggles, things like that. Now I'm just seeing, I'm going here, I'm flying there. Look at me doing this. I never thought I'd see this band and blah, blah, blah. There's not, not the, hey man, I'm really struggling or man, is anybody else struggling to find new business? I'm not seeing any of that and I know it's happening. So it's, 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 it's a double-edged sword on this word for me. Yeah, no, I think that's an interesting take. Um, I, but I, I think that's one of the reasons that it's it does have value, because it, yeah. it continually preaching but also practicing it, those are the people that yes. do tend to stand out. It's it actually reminds Correct. me uh, um, that um, I think it's Alex Ramosi. He's one of the guys I follow on mm-hmm. uh, for business content. I really like him, and he talks about and I think I think Gary Vee's talked about this as well, but about not saying that you should. You say yep. how I, right? Like yeah. as opposed to when you're creating, and I, and again, I struggle with this right. because as I create content around goal setting or personal development or whatever, right? One of the things you don't want to do is be like, oh, I've got all this shit figured out, and but correct the way I, I the reason I do it is because I'm thinking, oh, this is something I've learned or something I've read or something that's provided me value, and I think you do walk a line of going, hey, this is something that I hope helps you, right? versus, okay, this is how you do it. And it's the only way you do it. And so I do think that is a, like, I'm sure people would say that about me. Oh, you only post good things. Well, I'm pretty intentional about it, but 
you know, I, I do think it's it's a it's a thin line. It's different when you're posting on your business account. All right. Mm. That is a that's a separate thing. Um, okay. I'm talking about the personal stuff I'm seeing from people. Okay. Okay. Again, people it's just it's just something I've noticed. And so I thought it was weird. And I agree with you. The the word has meaning. You know me, words have meaning. Yeah. Um, and it's important to to do that. All right. Do you want to do one more quick one or are we going right to football picks? No, I, I you want me I got one. All right, if you've got it, you yep, gotta let's go. Do it. Um, so again, this is just, this can be truly a quick one, but I was curious to see if you saw it, uh, sports illustrated got a bunch of flack here recently because it's, it had been reported that they essentially used AI to create like yep. fake reporters that have written fake stories. And I think it's another example of while AI is an incredible tool when used properly, if we yeah. get really lazy it, it can be to the detriment. And the idea that Sports Illustrated, I mean, Sports Illustrated was the magazine when I grew up. It was a bastion yep. of journalism and sports journalism before ESPN, before that stuff. The idea that they just are utilizing AI to completely fabricate things. Yeah. It is a, I guess it's a tale to say, hey man, if you're using MidJourney or you're using these things, yeah, use them as tools. But when you take the humanity out of it, mm. it the repercussions are not great. No, they're not. And I think you're seeing, you know, kind of what, what people are scared of when it comes to AI. And look, what, look at the history of commerce and, and, and manufacturing in our, in our own country. Hmm. Uh, in the early 1900s, who were exploited? The workers. Uh, where were corners cut? Quality manufacturing. Hmm. And it was all in the name of profit. And this, to me, is no different. You fired a bunch of reporters who were very good at what they did, mm, and you point. think, well, I'll just use AI to substitute it, yeah. and it's probably good enough. And you know, they got bitten by doing that, and and rightfully so. I, you know, to me, that I grew up with Sports Illustrated. I had a subscription. I couldn't wait for Thursday afternoon when that would come in the mail. And now it's a joke to me. I, yeah. I don't go to SportsIllustrated.com or whatever SI.com at all. I don't care. I don't have a magazine subscription. They lost credibility for me years ago, but this really was a tough one. Yeah. And really, as, as someone who loves to write, it was exceptionally sad. Yeah. Well, it's a cautionary tale, right? Again, use yeah. AI as a tool. Both of us are proponents for oh, yeah. utilizing AI. It just doesn't replace, certainly not yet. And it, when you do not that, yet. you you really become kind of a joke. So. Yep, 100%. Speaking of becoming a joke, let's go over your football picks last week, Kirby. <laughs> Dude, I was four and two. You were four and two, but I, for the second week in a row, went six and zero. Oh. But most importantly, both of us just destroyed my son, <laughs> who went three and three. Um, so, so the the stats as they are right now, you are forty seven and nineteen. Mm -hmm. I am just behind you at forty five and twenty one. I have mounted quite the comeback. You have, and uh, our I don't even want to mention our guests. They've been terrible this picking game. <laughs> But if you'd like to come on board and show us two yuck monkeys how to really, really pick football games, just email me at bill at brandofatemarketing.com. Walk you through the process. Would love to have you on the show. All right, Kirby. It is championship week. Uh, one of my favorite weeks in college football. There's no dud games except for the Michigan-Iowa game, which if Iowa scores six points, I'll be amazed. So we're not picking that game. Let's go ahead Let's go ahead and pick some games. Are you ready, sir? Sure. 
the final Pac-12 championship, at least as we know it, the number nine, uh, number six Oregon uh, State, uh, Oregon Ducks are playing the Washington Huskies. This mm. is a neutral site game. All it's of our college game. games, Kirby, are neutral site. Who do you got, Oregon or Washington? I think this is going to be a great game. I was really tickled to see these two teams match back up. Um, Washington got the better of it earlier in the year. I really think Oregon's a better football team than they were then, so I'm going Ducks. Yeah, I've done a lot of research, Ducks. All right, Kirby. <laughs> okay. um, let's go to the Big 12. Uh, Texas's swan song in the Big 12 is they're moving to the SEC. They're playing, they're number, ranked number seven. Uh, they're playing Oklahoma State, who's ranked number 20th. Who do you got? This is, again, neutral site. Yeah, uh, again, I, I, I think Texas is better. So I'm going Texas. We can make that one a quick one. I will tell you, Mike Gundy has Texas's number. I am going with Oklahoma State on here. Okay, cool. I, I mean, that is such All a right. shock that you did not pick the Longhorns. Such, such a shock. <laughs> it, it, I actually will pick them if I think they'll win. And I actually wrestled with this one. I think it's going to be the Cowboy. All right. Georgia ranked number one playing Alabama. Who? What a great game. If you didn't watch the Iron Bowl last week, man, did you miss a hell of a game. My son, Mitch, who did football picks last week, was there, had a wow. great time. That's so cool. Alabama ranked number eight, Georgia ranked number one, neutral site. Who do you got? <laughs> this one's, again, the, Alabama had a miracle to beat Auburn, and yep. Auburn is ranked zero, a, a million. Yeah. Like, yeah, I yep. think Georgia is just a better football team, Georgia. Yeah, I as much as I want to pick the uh, Crimson Tide, I'm not going to. It's yeah. going to be uh, Georgia. All right. Let's move to the pros. So okay. these are the most interesting games that I could find on the slate, as the kids would say. Okay. Arizona Cardinal heading into Pittsburgh to play the mighty Steeler. Really? You think this was an interesting game, huh? Um, okay. Uh, I, clearly, I, I studied up on this. Uh, yeah, I think that... Uh, as much as I'd like this not to be true, I think the Steelers are yep. their offense is actually starting to look a little bit better. It's been atrocious all year. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I think I think for sure the Steelers win that one. I don't trust Pickett as far as I can throw him. I I I'm sorry. I see actually the Cardinals coming in and beating the Steelers. Hmm, okay. All right. Yeah. It's a very unfortunate name for a quarterback. Pickett. It is. Pickett. <laughs> All right, probably the game of the week, the San Francisco 49ers heading into Philadelphia to play the mm. Eagles. Uh, game of the week, easily. Uh, and Philly had a great game last week to pull it out and win. So, what do you got? Yeah, this is a, a coin flip. For, and where's it at? I'm sorry. It's, it's in, in Philly. Philly. <sighs> okay. Then I'll probably lean Philly. I, I, I think mm. they have been hanging on by a thread in every game and having to win so heroically, yeah. and that's not a great way to, to 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 win, and at some point they're going to fall off. So, uh, yeah, okay, Philly. I, I, I struggled with this one too. I, I think Philly won more game, and then I don't know who they play next week. Maybe the Cowboys. I'm not sure. That's the one they're probably going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last game, Kirby. Uh, Cincinnati at Jacksonville. I think this is the Monday night game. I didn't note it, so I don't remember. So Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. I was going to coming say. in to play Jacksonville. Okay, yeah. So unless Joe Bur Burrow is going to come back and throw the ball left-handed, then yeah, yep. it's Jacksonville all day. 
unfortunately. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go with Jacksonville as well. I, I, I hate the team. I think they're boring. I think their uniforms are the worst, possibly this side of the Bengals and they're playing the Bengals. So it's a bad uniform matchup as it is. I'll go Jacksonville. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. All right. But you know what else I'm going to go do to Kirby? I'm going to go to logomatsllc.com because I personally want to see all those amazing floor mats and other products that Logomats has to offer. We talked about uh, that uh, they're creatively designed and expertly built right here in the United States. They're extremely effective at capturing the attention of your target audience. And if you want to see them at a show coming up, ASI Orlando booth 921 and PPAI Expo number 2333. So find a way to see logo mats. Find a way to see Lenny the Lizard. Find a way to embrace mats into your life. And with that, we bid you a fond, fond adieu.